This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I am your host, as always, Gianna. And today we have the opportunity of talking to Doug Janke. Okay, I've been practicing that last name as the introduction went on because it doesn't look how it's pronounced, okay? <laughs> no, it does um, not. <laughs> I was sitting backstage like Doug Janky, Doug Janky, 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 like Yankee. We got it. Um, yep. Doug, thank you for your time today. No problem. Glad to be here. Of course. So take us back to the beginning. Who are you? Where are you from? How did you grow up to be a real estate agent? Um, I saw an ad in the newspaper, if I must be honest. Uh, before I moved to Reading, I lived uh, in Europe. I was playing professional baseball around the world and played 12 seasons, a couple in Canada, a couple in Australia, and six in Europe. And when I uh, retired, I think that's what they call it when you're just too old to play anymore, moved to Reading, California, and had three part-time jobs making the official part-time or uh, wage at that point, which I think was three fifty an hour. And I saw an ad in the paper that said, get your real estate license. So I went, um, spent 30 minutes of the hour presentation and left and said, there's no way I can become a real estate agent because it doesn't pay. There's no benefits. There's no health insurance. There's no vacation. Um, I'm not going to become a real estate agent. I went back to my three jobs and I decided I should give real estate a try. That was in March of 1998, and here we are in August of 2022. And March, I closed... March 1998. Yeah, that's when I was born. <laughs> there you go. What a, what a great year! Um, and so uh, I didn't know anybody. This is not my hometown. I moved mm-hmm. uh, to Reading just because I thought it was a cool place. I'd driven through it a number of times growing up. And here we are on this podcast. I've closed over 1,000 escrows myself, not taking credit for a team or my office. And um, I'm having this interview with you. So there's my journey and how I got here. Awesome. In the shortest form, as the shortest form I can make it. No, that's, I mean, we're on a podcast to talk, yeah. Doug. So don't be like, you got to cut yourself short here. Well, then let um, me tell you how great I was. Just a bit, no. <laughs> it, all, it all started when I was born. No, yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, well, Doug, you know, how were you introduced to EXP then as your brokerage? Because obviously it was around, it wasn't around in 98 and nope. it wasn't your first brokerage. So what's your story there? How did you make this transition? Well, it comes from a tale of tragedy to triumph, I guess. Um, I went to work for a company called For Sell by Owner, um, which offered a quote unquote reduced commission program and actually offered three different programs. And when I first came to Reading, um, it was a very unliked, um, maybe even outright hated company. And over the course of uh, a couple of years working there, I became one of the top producers for the, you know, the entire county. And I am just who I am. And we began to get accepted. Uh, I was offered the company um, in 2004 and I bought it and became a broker um, in 2006. 
did the Craig Proctor thing, tried to make a team, tried to do this, spent a lot of money. And then the old Demic hit in uh, March of 20. And uh, my wife said, we have X amount of money on the bank account. I need to write a check for this much uh, next week. And I said, we're closing the shop. So there's the tragedy is my 16 years of effort and stress and recruiting and training and role play and taking agents from low production. And I mean, one lady uh, had done three escrows in her previous uh, 24 months and 24 months with me did 33. But uh, the Shamdemic hit and we uh, we had to close our shop and and (laughs) close our shop. And uh, a buddy of mine had been beating on me for about two years about this company, EXP. Mm. So I finally gave Frank a call. I said, okay, Frank, tell me about EXP. Because, you know, I had my own company. I didn't need to go to work for somebody and start paying another broker sure. the, the money yeah, I was getting. Well, I would yeah, exactly. And so I got to talk to Brent Gove uh, a number of times and to Frank. And it was a very... Um, it was a difficult period because I had to admit defeat or, or, or failure in my own company. But, uh, you know, Frank and um, Brent worked through and what are the positives and all this, that and the other. And so on May 1st, 2020, I officially became an, uh, an EXP agent and um, it has been a great transition for me. It's worked out very well. That's awesome, Doug. Um, well, congrats on that. And good for you for being like, all right, let's waive this risk. Let's do this. Uh, I guess cap's back on the table for us. But guess what? You can earn that cap back. So that's pretty exciting. Great for any business owner and far less risk. Okay. And then, um, Doug, moving on from that, now that you're over here at EXP, what's your favorite part about it? What have you really learned to enjoy or uh, take advantage of since moving here? Well, before our show, I told you, you're going to be disappointed in my answers. <laughs> I'm about to disappoint you. <laughs> um, Most men you know, do, Doug. I can't well, lie. I know. I, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just fall right into that. Um, no. So it's funny is um, uh, we ran different programs at my old company. And one of the things I like about it, at least in California, is we don't have a set. You must charge X. You must do this. It was <clears throat> just do the right thing. You know, if you have any questions, reach out to the brokers. And because I was a broker myself with my office and and oversaw about 700 escrows as a broker, I'm pretty well versed on how to stay out of trouble. So I didn't have to worry about going to the broker a lot, asking a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically I just transferred my practices from my previous company over to EXP and, um, you know, just did what I do and I know that I have support, but one of the, the, the trade-offs, and here's the disappointment I was kind of making you wait for it, is last year I did, I mean, me and my TC, uh, I did 52 escrows by myself. Um, and that means bad appraisals, bad septics, bad wells, disclosure, inspections. I didn't have a lot of extra time, and therefore I have not been able to use uh, EXP to its full potential because you know you got to get into the world and then you got to kind of click around and then you can go to icon and you can do this by the end of the day my brain is absolutely fried um and because one of the things i i mean it's 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 a downside and i think it's in my secret to success is i have always felt that i give exceptional customer service and my clients i do i mean i make sure that you know they're paying me to do a job and I do that job very well. And my, my success is based on that. 
but um, it doesn't leave a lot of time for me to go, I don't know, self um, um, educate, uh, take advantage of the EXP stuff. And there is so much in there that I just wish I had more time to, to take advantage of. Disappointment number one, we're going to count them. No, I think, I think you see why your disappointment there. And Doug, I think you're going to work on yourself in that aspect because you said, I haven't been able to take advantage of it yet. That was a special word. There you go. (laughs) I feel like I'm your therapist. (laughs) Well, you know, what's funny is when I had the Craig Proctor system, I bought, you know, we did it for three years and it cost a couple dollars. And in the Proctor system, there's library upon library upon library upon library you would take you half a lifetime to try to work through all the libraries. And I find that EXP is kind of similar in that you have so much to offer. It, it's trying to find what's going to be the best one for you is the hard part, but it's amazing what they offer. I mean, that's the cool part. They have so much to offer. You just got to try to figure out what it is that you're going to use. A self-starter. Yeah. You got to get in there. Yeah, Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, um, Doug, before we dev- dive into more things about being an icon agent, let's talk Doug Janke, right? Who are you? Where do you draw the line between work and play? Uh, how do you manage to balance yourself and a business and family and friends without experiencing burnout? Disappointment number two. <laughs> I'm ending this broadcast. We're there you go. Yeah, stop it right now. You know what? Um, I don't do a great job of that. A uh, little background. Um, so I've been doing this, obviously, it's my 25th year. And like I told you, I've done over a thousand. And especially the last two years in particular, uh, we couldn't really go anywhere. Couldn't really do anything. I wasn't a big masker, just being blunt. Um, and my wife is Dutch and we can't fly to Europe because you've got to have shots and backs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we've been really kind of limited on what we can do. So my my work life balance has been a little out of whack. What I used to do um, a lot is I was a driving coach at racetracks. So I used to help people go really fast in their Ferraris, Lamborghinis and everything else. And some days I got paid uh, 1500 bucks a day just to sit in the right seat and teach people how to go extremely fast in their supercars. Um, That I've kind of turned back a little because as you get older, you realize that doing 150 miles an hour with a stranger at the wheel gets a little interesting but i've been able to ride in a lot of the most exclusive cars on the face of the planet so that's been pretty cool um but my work-life balance has been a little out of balance just because my tc and i have these conversations about you know she's getting ready to go on vacation to the grand canyon and she's all excited and i'm trying to figure out what what do i want to do and i don't know right now that's the problem i've been all over the western u.s i've lived around the world so I'm having a bit of a challenge. Should you get like a sailboat and go live on the ocean for a couple of days, weeks? Did I lose you? <laughs> no, why? Would lose. There you go. Are you there? Okay, now we got you back. I have uh, no but- idea. I haven't moved. <laughs> so yeah, no, a sailboat, I would probably get seasick. So there you go. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's out. That's uh, yet another disappointment. Thanks, Jug. Um, that's number well, three. <laughs> well, we'll just move on then. Yeah. Um, turn to the positive. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool, Doug. And it, you know, it seems like um, you've you've accomplished a lot in life. So now you're just kind of like, well, what do now? Which is which is great. It's a fun fun chapter of your life, I'm sure. Well, when uh, uh, when uh, when the demic hit, and we had to close the shop. I had to file bankruptcy. So at fifty. 
five, my life plan took a hard left. Um, I did not see that coming. I had a, you know, when I started in the business 20 years ago, plus I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna own 10 doors. I'm gonna be great at 57. And at 57, I'm pretty much starting from scratch. So that's where life finds me on this this meeting today. Started from scratch. (laughs) Yes, that's all. No, I, I totally... It, it makes sense. And and that's okay. And you know, it's fun that you're over at EXP and there's a yeah. new opportunity and we're rebuilding. So, and you're iconing uh, two years in a row now, you said, right? Correct. Okay. Awesome. So um, Doug, you know, in your market, you're out in California, what does that average housing price look like to you? And how many do you have to sell to be able to cap? Well, um, I would say in my location, we're in far Northern California and in far Northern California, I mean, we're... Ch- it's funny is, is people are uh, not terribly intelligent and they think San Francisco or Sacramento is Northern California. Newsflash, there's another three and a half hours north of Sacramento and we live up near the Oregon border with a town of about 100,000 people. And I think our, if I had to do averages, I would say our median price is somewhere in the upper threes, like 375, 350, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe... Um, I have to sell somewhere around 20 uh, units to cap out. Um, might even be a little bit less, but depends, of course, on the sell. But I think 370 at about 20 would get me to the cap. And then you have to do, I think, another 10 or 15 to, to get to icon status. So, um, yeah, we live in a, a, a in relative to California, an affordable area of California, which for us has gotten to be very unaffordable at 350 for a basic home. I mean, mm-hmm. this last two years, we saw houses that used to sell for 240. They're now selling for 350. I mean, literally in two years. So, yeah, I know. Tell me about it. I just bought a soggy cardboard box in Nashville for 350. So, um, <laughs> I know, Doug. I know. It, that um, sounds lovely. Make sure to put that on your invite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to need some roommates here coming up. Um, (laughs) My dog is just not pulling his half around that place. I'm telling you, you got to earn money off that thing. Figure it out. I I, I will. I'm going to figure that out. Um, But anyway, Doug, so my next question is going to be, what's your cultural commitment when it comes to being an icon agent? Are you a mentor? Do you teach? Um, Disappointment number four. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm living up to the typical man stereotype. So how's that? Um, yep. So no, You're um, right. what happened, what happened is after doing the broker thing for 16 years and, and investing in, I read all the success books, you know, invest in your people, invest in this, do this, make them uh, successful. I put in um, an immense amount of blood and treasure into my office and losing it was a big psychological um, kick in the pants. And so when I won the Icon Award, and, and actually my first year in, in, in EXP, I was more focused on just trying to rebuild me because that was really broken. Um, and so I had a TC. I had a, an agent that came with me from the old office, and she's morphed into my buyer's agent and my TC. But I spent the first year really just trying to get back to enjoying real estate and getting back into doing it. Um, plus, my bank account was zero, so I had to really start building that up. Then I won the Icon Award last year. <clears throat> and, you know, the Icon had three choices. You had to be a mentor. You had to do this. You had to do that. And to be honest with you, mentally, I wasn't prepared. And I didn't care enough for other people at that point because I invested so much for 16 years that I didn't do anything the last 12 months regarding the Icon mentorship. 
um, it was funny as I was going to sign up to be a mentor and they said, we have to take on three agents. You have to make a commitment. And I said, ah, you know, I just did 16 years of that and it didn't end well. I'm going to hang tight for a little bit. So fast forward to this meeting. Um, I make icon again and I know they've added some new um, cultural things that uh, we can do. And I just haven't looked into them as much That's as I need to yet. So I'm going to work hard on that this year. Well, and it's true. What happened last year is I signed up to be a one of those moderators or whatever on one of the podcasts they were doing. And um, I was like fifth or sixth of uh, extra. So they only need like five. I signed up on the list. Never heard a word. And like the day before thing, I get an email. Hey, Doug, we're looking forward to having you on the thing tomorrow. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> are you referring to? Well, you're on our, I said, you guys never confirmed. You never let me know. You didn't give me any heads up. I've got plans. I can't be there. So um, this year I'm hoping that I can, I, I can maybe redirect because, you know, between my production and being a broker, I have learned a couple things and I would love to share it with other agents. Absolutely. Awesome. And Doug, um, so you were just able to omit that cultural commitment part, but you lost out on what is that? Eight thousand dollars. Eight thousand dollars. Yeah, eight thousand dollars. Okay. okay. And, so and, something uh, we don't want to miss out on this year. Well, no, exactly. And so I am going to EXP Con. So I'm going there in, in Vegas. So that's two thousand. And then you've got the four thousand uh, cultural commitment. Um, and I think you have to go to Dallas for the other two thousand. And I'm not sure schedule wise that's working out. We we live on a uh, horse sanctuary up here in Shingletown that's four thousand acres with two hundred horses. So cool. we've got to make yeah. So we we don't own it. Let's be clear. But we just we we rent and live on it. And so in the weekends and stuff, we have to feed all the horses and and maintain mm -hmm. the stuff. So breaking away can be sometimes a little bit. Uh, challenging, um, but yeah, the four thousand I'm really looking forward to trying to do because then I would maybe get fourteen thousand of my sixteen thousand cap back, and that would be pretty pretty damn cool. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's cool, Doug. Um, and then my next question is going to be, you know, what's your favorite benefit of being an icon agent? Because you've got to you've got to hustle on it, you got to commit. You're good at your job, you said, so this business comes to you pretty naturally. Um, but you know, what do you enjoy most about it? Is it getting that cap back in stock? Is it a trophy? Is it just uh, the little pins they give you at EXPCon and shareholders? Well, you know, if I if I have to break it down to one thing, because you asked for one thing, uh, the stock is really cool. And, I, and it's funny as I looked at it this year is last year, um, eight thousand dollars in stock, I think, bought when I got it awarded one hundred and ninety three um, shares. OK, cool. I didn't pay for them. Technically, I earned them. I got them. OK, this year, because like the stock market, EXP stock is not where it was last year. I got like 400 and something shares. So it was really cool because those shares, you know, I think I think we maxed out at 53 or 54 dollars a share last year. I mean, that's a lot of upside potential. You know, you get four 400 shares that could go up to 50 or 100 or whatever the future holds that $8,000 becomes a gigantic um, positive. I mean, and, and I can't yeah, think of Who doesn't want a broker that pays them, right? Exactly. And, you know, and then on top of that, I've actually opted in and I recommend whoever listens to this, sign up, get off this damn thing and sign up for the 5% automatic buy-in. Um, between the award and what I've been buying with every escrow, I've got a couple thousand shares of EXP stock in just two years. 
And I didn't, I didn't even know I was missing the money because it's automatically taken out of every commission. So if you're listening, whether you're icon or not, sign up for the five, five percent because it adds up very quickly, very Doug, quickly. Doug, that's something that you like about EXP that maybe you didn't expect. That would have been a good answer earlier. So you're not, we'll take one, we'll take a tally off the disappointment. Okay, I'm down to three. Uh, we'll we'll there right. we go. check it off. That would have been a good one. Uh, so we'll give you credit for that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. So Doug, um, you know, tell me a little more about what it looks like to icon it at eXp, right? So I'm either a rookie real estate agent or uh, maybe I'm just new to eXp and I'm coming to you and I'm like, Doug, you know, I'd really like to icon in my first year here. I know it's a tough goal. So what are some daily tasks I should set out on to get there or major mistakes to avoid? And is it even possible? I'm back to disappointment number four. <laughs> But hear me out. Hear me out. Um, I recently did a presentation to about 100 uh, EXP and non-EXP agents down in Sacramento at Brent Gove's request. And I started off my 20-minute presentation to this group of strangers, and I called them pretty much losers. Now, hear me out. When I started back in the day... Um, I read an article and I, it's one of those things, you know, you just read an article and you don't realize the impact it has on your life. But then later on, you look back and you go, that was the impact. And one of the things that it said back in 1998, and this was when we used to read print. So going old school um, is that back then, 90 percent of agents do not stay in touch with their clients after the close of escrow. OK, I said I wanted to be in that 10 percent. OK. Fast forward to 2022, because I gave the presentation earlier this year to Brent Gove and his crew. And according to NAR, the statistic, believe it or not, is now 91% of agents close in escrow and they don't stay in touch with their clients. Mm -hmm. What sets me apart, so when you ask about what can I tell a new agent, I'm, I'm, I struggle at that only because I got in the business and within 18 months, I closed 60 escrows. I don't know why it just happened. I can't explain it. It happened. But I still, to this day, 25 years later, every three months, they get a letter that I write one page mm -hmm. pertaining to new laws, new rules, interest rates. It's the market hot. I have written a letter every three months for 25 years. And my mailing went out uh, three weeks ago. Uh, to 450 clients because, you know, some people have been multiple buyers, whatever, whatever. And that has been my big um, continued success is, you know, the, the old rule of thumb is, you know, 90% of your business comes from repeat and referral. Well, if you don't stay in touch with your clients, you don't get that opportunity. Right. I, on the other hand, have made that my absolute exclusive golden rule. Number one, stay in touch with them. And I tend to be very self-depreciating. So I always throw in some kind of lying how stupid I am. But that's me after 25 years. What do I tell a new agent? Because I don't use, um, here you go, disappointment number five. I don't use any social media. I don't use Facebook. I don't use LinkedIn, TikTok. I don't use any of that um, for reasons I won't go into. Um, and so when a new agent is asking, you know, what do I do? Well, first off, show up. Mm -hmm. Come, you know, 
these days we think we can work from home. And I think in this business, that is really a bad idea. I'm not aware of any local agents that actually produce who work from home. Everybody goes to an office. They surround themselves with people who they can go ask questions. And I know when I know when I was a new agent, I would ask competing agents, what the heck do I do to be a new agent? And I found that a lot of people were very open to say, oh, well, do this, sit open houses, do this, make cold calls, walk, door knock. I didn't do any of those things. I just had a lot of Saturday and Sundays at our office and got the peripheral business. In today's world, I think we think we can do it on our own. And so you ask, what would I tell a new agent who wants to get to Icon? Try to find somebody either directly in your office or through the system that produces and ask them what they're doing. I mean, my whole thing is I just stay in touch with my clients. I mean, my advertising budget per month, I pay for one website, 260. I think I've got a, a Zillow account for one zip code for 60 bucks a month. And then I do four mailings a year. That's my advertising budget to do 52 okay. escrows. So I know that in today's world, a lot of it is about social media. <laughs> you're, supposed to, you're supposed to have blogs and podcasts and explain how intelligent you are. I, I don't do any of that. Fair enough, Doug. I, I see yeah. and I get that. And um, it's cool that your your business model still, still works with it and your sphere of influence. And um, Doug, were you ever skeptical of eXp when it was first introduced to you? Um, back then the onboarding process was a gigantic pain in the keister. <laughs> it took me a couple of days to get on. Uh, and then I, you know, what was really weird, um, quite honestly, was the avatar world. Yeah. You, know, you had to go make an avatar, then you had to sign in the world and you, I can't tell you, now this is a funny thing. And I'm sure everybody listening has had this. I cannot tell you how many times I've ended up in somebody else's meeting because I don't control my avatar. I push a button, boom, I'm in a meeting and the people start, what, can I help you? I'm like, I don't know how to get out. How do you back out? I'm stuck, <laughs> I'm stuck in the avatar me, world. How do I get out? And so that was kind of the weird thing is I didn't know how to control the avatar. Um, but now that I've kind of used it a little bit, um, I don't use it a lot, but I used it. I can at least I don't go into unexpected meetings where brokers are meeting and having heavy discussions with another agent. So that was kind of interesting. But once I got onboarded, onboarded and figured that out and then kind of started looking at the protocols and what was available, I haven't been disappointed working with EXP since I joined, to be honest with you. It's Definitely. been a really good from owning my own business to making this transition has been really good. And I'll tell you guys who are listening, a lot of the excuses I get, oh, I don't want to come over to EXP. I'm not tech savvy. Doug told me the same thing at the beginning of this call. Gianna, I'm not tech savvy, but he was able to figure it out. He may have wound up in a few wrong meetings in EXP world, <laughs> but he's killing it otherwise. You know, easy <laughs> simple mistakes, right? Very forgivable, easy mistakes. It's not like he can't do business and figure the rest out. So uh, just well, and you know, funny thing is. You get you get a bit of a humor going because I, in the number of times and it's probably numbered about five to seven where I've ended up in the wrong meeting, you know, they go, can we help you? And I'm like, I'm lost. I don't know. Where. They start to laugh. So it's kind of funny as I by my stupidity, it, I created a funny moment. How's that? Right. Everybody gets it. We love that. Yeah. I, you've got me laughing, Doug. If you roll up into one of my meetings at any XP world, I'm going to be like, you know what? Damn it, Doug. Have a seat. Yeah. <laughs> you're in this now. 
So that was that was the, that was the weirdest part. But I mean, again, you said it, and I said it even more bluntly. I'm I'm a, I'm a tech dummy. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm glad my phone doesn't set on fire every time I touch it, and I figured it out. So if you have right. any any possibilities at all, it's going to be real easy. We got to remember to turn that off of Do Not Disturb when we're done, Doug. Yes. <laughs> Um, so Doug, my, my last question is going to be is, um, you know, for those that are skeptical of EXP, but they see the greener grass, they're thinking about coming over. What's some advice for them to make the move and take the risk and that it would be well worth it for them? Well, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, agents, uh, historically, traditionally, I dealt with when I was a broker, they always look at their bottom line. It's always about how much money am I going to make? Well, the idea that you're an 80-20 to start, that's pretty good. I mean, you know, in the olden days, it was, you know, 50-50, 60-40, and you had to be a smoking good agent to go to a broker and have the waivos and say, hey, give me 80-20. Mm-hmm. Now you have a company that says 80-20 to start. And if you can produce, not only will you go to 100% pretty quickly, but if you achieve a certain level, you're going to get a hundred, you know, you can have the chance to get a hundred percent of your cap back. I mean, mm-hmm. you literally, if you do this right and you produce, you can be at a hundred percent on January 1st, but it's a hundred percent with profit because you're going to be able to get that 16,000 back in shares. And as the value goes up, that 16,000 could turn into 30,000 could turn into 45,000 could turn into 50,000. I'm not aware of any other model at all in existence. And I think that's one of the things that spoke highly to me is starting out at my age, I had to really scratch, like dig deep to find retirement. And if the stock for argument's sake went back up to 50000 or $50 per uh, share in two years, I will have amassed $120,000 worth of stock. Oh my gosh. That's my point. I have like 2,700 shares in two years. And if, if you're worried about your money, there's the, there's the money part of it. And then on the thing that probably is bigger is the collaboration. I've heard it on some of these podcasts. We compete with a lot of people in this business. Everybody mm-hmm. has their secrets. Everybody has their little website. Everybody has their little trick. The cool thing about EXP is you can go into the world and you can go and get trained you can go and hook up with fellow agents that may not be in your market. So they're not, I mean, like here in Reading, we've got about a hundred EXP out of 780 agents. So we have a, actually a decent saturation here, but when you're at EXP, I can go talk to agents from Sacramento, uh, Nashville. What do you, Italy. what do you find successful? And that, that collaboration is something that is almost unheard of in any other uh, company. So mm-hmm. Not only the financial, that part I think is really cool. Absolutely. That's awesome. Uh, There are so many benefits of coming over to eXp. So definitely uh, make sure to get connected with good old Doug Janky, even though he's a... um, He's disappointed. He's let us down a couple times. I have. I have four times. We can't He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. And um, And I'll make you laugh. he's, He's funny sometimes. So um, you'll be able to answer some of your questions, hopefully about EXP. And if anything, at least he could maybe try to tell you what meetings to pop into to find out. Um, No, but, but if you are looking at making that move to EXP and maybe you feel like you're technologically, um, you know, not 
advanced or um, you don't want to use social media or there's some other things with uh, Doug that you align with, just know it's possible. And it's, it's a great reason and purpose to reach out to Doug and get connected and make that move over to EXP. And then pretty soon you'll be an icon talking to me on my podcast and we could talk just about all the letdowns Doug has lined up for us. And if you're in the world and a blonde haired guy shows up in your meeting unexpectedly, mm -hmm. I am so sorry. <laughs> Make sure to say, Janky, get out of here. There you go. Yeah, but not today. <laughs> well, Doug, um, if you do get to break away to Vegas, please let me know. I would love to meet you. Um, oh, I'm going to be there. I wrote about my tickets. Oh, you are. Okay, I'm cool. going. Oh, well, then never mind. Well, Doug, awesome. I can't wait to see you in Vegas. Let's make sure to meet up. And uh, yep. other than that, we'll be in touch. Cool. Well, thank you for letting me be on the show today. It's been fun. Thank you, Doug. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All righty. Bye. This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.